Fiorella and I'm Tatiana and, and this, this is the Less of Me podcast. podcast. Thank, Thank you guys so much for joining <laughs> us today. Guys, we are tired, okay? I have not slept good in days and Fiorella hasn't slept in mad long either, so <laughs> literally had a 36-hour shift. Well, I had a 12-hour and then I went to class and then I didn't sleep at all. So sleep is lacking, okay? So yes. this is just going to be the Lord because we cannot be focused on our sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the first question. So we're going to be talking about insecurities. And nice. this is a topic that we're both very passionate about because God has spoken. really tr- yeah, spoken and also tried us in being secure in Him and not in ourselves. So to start it off, I just want to ask Fiorella, what is the definition of insecurities and being insecure? Of course. So a the world's definition, the definition in the dictionary is uh, we are uncertain of oneself and lacking confidence, feeling as if you are not enough or good enough. Yes, yes. So that is the definition of what insecurity really is mm-hmm. and this is I the reason why I said the world's definition mm-hmm. is because this is what we have like said an insecurity is mm-hmm. um, but well I think the key word in there say that again it, the self part there's a word self um, yes um, uncertain of one's self exactly and the world will tell you that you need to have self confidence you need to be more confident in yourself self love self this self that Go read your Bible. I promise you, nowhere in the Bible will you find God saying, you have to have more confidence in yourself. You got this. You can do this. And I'm, I've said this multiple times in our podcast, but like, you cannot do anything without God. And he will tell you that a million times in the Bible. And a verse that I wanted to point out, which has spoken to me many times, is Exodus 4.11. Because I have always had a fear of public speaking. I have always had a fear of... Just what people thought, I guess, when I spoke. I don't know why or where that fear came from, but it has been a fear in me. And one time when I had to speak for a job because I was in sales at this previous job, I'm still in sales, um, but I had to speak and I was so nervous and I was like, God, just help me. And I happened to be reading in Exodus and he really gave me this word in Exodus where basically Moses, who God was calling to speak to a bunch of people and he was like, nah like he had like a speech impediment yeah he had like stutter he's like nah like I stutter like I'm not well spoken I'm not doing that God like ain't no way yeah (laughs) you know and God was like come on like first of all he was literally saying like I'm the one who gives you the words like it is like he never he could have said no you got this Moses like you're gonna kill this like no he did not say that he was like no I'm the one who speaks through you. I'm mm-hmm. the one who's going to give you the words. So it just like really encouraged me that I don't have to rely on myself. And anytime in the Bible, God will always point it back to himself. Always. Because you don't have to have confidence in yourself. That is so worldly and unbiblical. What is yeah. biblical is having confidence in God. Excuse me. In God and having confidence in who he is and what he can provide. And the way that he will speak through you or do things through you. Um, but I don't know if there's any verses that come to mind as we're talking. So it's crazy you said, yeah, a lot of verses come to mind. (laughs) But it's crazy you said like Moses and the speech environment because I know we both have that same problem. And it's crazy how God works because he brought both of us together, both people who stutter, Mm. because I stutter a lot and have public speaking issues. Like I get so nervous and I know I've said this before. I'm not a public speaker, and even, like, when I have public spoken, I have had breakdowns. 
and it's not good. Yeah. But again, there's a Bible verse. Of course, there's always a Bible verse. Yes. But there's a Bible verse that when we where we are weak, He is strong. Yes. That's so, what I was thinking of too. <laughs> yes. So He is made strong in our weakness. And another Bible verse that comes to mind is Psalms. Yeah. Um, in the Bible, in Psalms thirteen, um. 139 verse 14 yeah. um, it, it's, it's such an amazing verse and we're going to read it later on but a lot of the times like we struggle with our insecurities and we try to like mask or we try to avoid doing certain things or even like we show we we place our insecurities on other people which is a problem yeah what do you mean by that um, so for example um, if you struggle with self-image, you're insecure about your body. Mm-hmm. You might be in a relationship, and you might place that insecurity upon your partner. You're projecting it on your partner mm-hmm. because you might be overprotective, or you might be like, "Oh, well, what is he doing on his phone? Mm-hmm. Or why is he liking this girl's picture?" And you know, it's not good to be insecure yeah. because God's made you perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's something a lot of girls struggle with, and something that I feel like God has taught me and listen like I feel like maybe no matter what (coughs) um we're gonna have to deal with like you know not always feeling the prettiest because that's just a reality like we're not always gonna love what we see in the mirror but what I always think about too is like I think it's crazy how many mirrors are in houses Mm -hmm. honestly and I saw this girl on Instagram um she's a woman of God and she did a fast from a mirror And I was like, that is so good because I was thinking to myself, okay, what's a practical way that we can stop focusing so much on ourselves? Bro, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and like, I have been prone to this, like looking at myself in the mirror because I'm like, am I looking okay? You know what I mean? Like we can all be guilty of that. It's like, we shouldn't be looking at ourselves that much, bro. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, it's unnecessary. Like life is about God and glorifying God and not yourself less of me less of me podcast the whole point of this podcast is to be less of us and more of God but when you're constantly looking at yourself what do you think you're gonna think about yourself you're gonna think about yourself if you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror bro like you have to be looking at other people and when you feel those thoughts of like oh my gosh like I look so ugly I don't like this about me stop in your tracks be like nah I'm not gonna believe that first of all because God made me beautiful which she's gonna read the first thought about that um but also like start serving other people think yeah. about other people call someone be like hey how can I pray for you how can I how can I serve you how can I be there for you how can I take the spotlight off of myself because this life you are not the main character of this life Jesus is the main character okay and he's gonna come back and you know he's he's gonna be the main character it may not look like it right now because a lot of people don't know about him and don't believe in him but he will every knee will bow okay mm-hmm. every knee will bow for the Lord um but yeah I think that if you read so. that verse it's it really clarifies how much value you have and if you don't believe that you need to read your word and fill your mind with the word so you stop believing the lies that the devil's trying to tell you yeah so actually um the bible verse in psalms 139 verse 13 and 14 it says you you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knitted me together in my mother's womb God did this intentionally. You were yes. made with intention. Amen. You were made in God's perfect image. Yep. So when we are like, oh, I don't like this part of my body, or I don't like this about me, I don't like my lips. Yep. I don't like, I've actually experienced this, Lord. Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't like my lips. I don't like my hips. I don't like how I look. 
He yeah. made you with intention. He made you the way you are, and you are made perfect. Yeah. You are made in His perfect image, and yeah. that's another Bible verse. That's also in the Bible. And then in Psalms one thirty nine verse fourteen, it says, "Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your war- workmanship is marvel- marvelous. How well I knew it." The thing is that last part how well i knew it is the part that a lot of us lack we don't always know how that we are perfectly and wonderfully made we lack that because sometimes we are too busy looking at what other people's have or looking at other people mm-hmm. and we're comparing ourselves yeah. and that is a huge trigger so right now we're just gonna i'm just gonna ask tati like tati what are some of your insecurities yeah honestly like some that you struggled with yeah i mean the main one was definitely the speaking thing and you know, growing up in high school and in college, I really cared about people's opinion of me. Um, and I think it always stems back to childhood. It just stems back to childhood. And I, I don't necessarily have to bring up the things that happened in my childhood, but like, I just always struggled with wanting people's approval and wanting people to mm-hmm. like me and wanting to fit in with a popular crowd and wanting to fit in with people, you know, who were, who were very liked, you know? And I think that we all probably struggled with that to some capacity, um, but it made me do things that wasn't in my character because I just wanted to fit in and be like everyone else, you know? That was like, I think my main insecurity and just wanting to feel loved by other people. And I just wanna read the verse in Galatians 1.10 that says, because the Bible warns us against this, you know? Like, and I didn't know, I wish I knew this verse back when I was struggling with all these ideas of like, oh, I just wanna be approved by people. The Bible says in Galatians 1.10, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. You cannot serve two masters, okay? So you cannot fear man and at the same time fear God. Like, you just impossible, okay? Because God will require things of you that men are not going to approve of, okay? Like, for example, being Christian. (laughs) Like, a lot of people are not going to approve of our values, our beliefs, the way that we walk. Because we are going to be walking different. So being a Christian isn't all that easy, but that's why you have to fear God and serve God. And what I mean by fear God is that you have to have a reverence for him. Like he created you. He is your creator, you know? So we have to have this respect for the Lord and honor him and honor what he thinks of us and see, okay, what does the Bible say about who I am? Like we don't have to worry so much about what people think about us as long as we're walking in you know, the right steps of the Lord, because also we have to have a good reputation as best as we can. The Bible tells us that, but caring so much about what people think will lead you nowhere. It will lead you in fear. It will lead you to not obey God and be obedient when he calls you to do things. So, yeah. What about you? What What are some insecurities that like you really struggle with, you know, apart from appearance, but like, I mean, I know we have very similar ones in terms of like speaking and like just having to be obedient in that way yeah. but so my insecurities actually were I really struggled with self-image and the other I had I had a couple I was insecure of my self-image I was insecure of public speaking I was yeah. I felt like I was never going to be smart enough and I was mm-hmm. insecure of my identity um what do you because mean? I didn't know who I was I always tried to people please yeah so my identity shifted depending on what friends I had my uh, identity um, yeah. was like just it was oof. so my foundation and my identity I found identity in things that were 
not for a firm foundation and God is our firm foundation yeah. so I found my identity basically this year because I realized who I am in Christ I realized who I am and what God says I am mm -hmm. because I would always look for my identity in material things which mm -hmm. they come and go I talk about that yeah, <laughs> I looked for my identity in my relationship my previous relationship I would I would identify as a person's girlfriend all the time I would identify myself as um, the, by by my job career, I would identify by my grades. My grades would identify me. Yeah. If I didn't do good in a class, I'd feel like, well, I'm I'm dumb. Like I I'm just I'm not good enough. Yeah. So if you're always looking for your identity in things that are so easily removed and shakable, yep. you are never gonna know who you are. But that like those are some of my insecurities, and you know, um, a lot of the times like. A lot of our insecurities usually come from our like our past, yeah. so or like our experiences we had. So one of like for example, like I remember, um, my insecurity started when I started comparing myself. And growing up, I was compared by my 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 dad. My, my dad would accidentally compare me and my brother. So my yeah. brother was smarter than me. He was more respectful. He had. Like, he was just, me and him were just very different. Mm -hmm. And my dad would always compare me and say, like, he would say a lot of hurtful things because I was not the brightest child when I was growing up. I just wasn't applied. I wouldn't mm -hmm. apply myself. So I realized now as an adult, like, God has shown me, like, hey, you're, the reason why you sometimes feel like you're not enough is because when you were growing up, I felt as if I was never enough. Yeah. So that's it, and it hurt. It's such a hard pill to swallow as a yeah. young, you know, young girl growing up. All I wanted to be was be loved by my dad, and you know, like really, like I just wanted to hear, "Hey, baby girl, I'm proud of you." And I did not get those words until probably a couple months ago, honestly. And I acknowledged that, and I was like, and it, it made me cry when my dad said that he was proud of me because I had to sit down and be like, "Dad, like you have never said you're proud of me," and it hurt. Um, but I found Jesus and Jesus says he's proud of me and he says that I'm his child so although I never felt claimed by my father my identity was found in all these other places God claimed me as his daughter and that's what I love about God he claims us yes. and he loves us and he tells us who we are and I know I'm crying I'm sorry <laughs> guys I'm very emotional I'm a very I'm a big feeler um, and this is also very vulnerable of me. Yes. Um, but it's beautiful and I think it'll help yeah. you know, someone. And I can relate to you. I can, I mean, I think we've talked about it before, yeah. but I felt the same way with my mom. Like, love my mom. No disrespect to my mother, but similar to Fiorella, like, my mom never said, I'm so proud of you. Like, it was very, maybe a handful of times growing up. So I also grew up with constantly just trying to be good enough for an approval. And, like, she didn't realize. She didn't know. Like, obviously, now in my adult life, we had conversations. She knows. She tells me all the time now. Like, she's so grateful that I'm her daughter. And she voices it more because, actually, God changed her. Thank God. But, like, it's really hard when you're a, a, a teenager. Kid. Yeah. yeah, kid. And you're just, like, you just want your parents to be, like, like, wow. Yeah. You're doing amazing. You know? And just appreciate the hard work that you do. Because being a kid is not easy. Especially <laughs> not in society. Oh, my gosh. No. Because today, in society today, 
being a teenager means that you have to try to people please and people pleasing is not it is not of the lord like like the bible tells you who you are and i really wish i paid attention to god when i was younger like i always said like oh i don't want to go to church like i grew up not wanting to go to church when my parents would want to take me to church and like now i'm like lord like you were there the whole time trying to tell me like who i was because i struggled with who i was like i i'm a huge nerd i loved (laughs) i love to read yeah and growing up i wouldn't do any of that because my friends wouldn't read and i would like try to i was insecure about who i was so i would always find security within people Mm -hmm. or try to look for security in a relationship or a friendship Mm. and sometimes i wouldn't agree with what those friends were doing and i would still do it just because i was like if i'm not part of this group then who am i in school and like your identity doesn't change in god it's never shifting it doesn't shrivel it doesn't change because god already made you and he knows who you are and you know like the bible verse that comes to mind is isaiah 43 verse 1 when he says like i created you and i have redeemed you and i have called you out by name for you are my sons and daughters so he created us we are his children and he has redeemed us from anything that we have gone through Mm -hmm. so that's what just makes me so overwhelmed and it makes me so happy because growing up i always had this this question of like who even are you like that would always be from like the enemy time like who are you like you're nobody and now I can say, I know who I am. I'm a child of God. Yep. And you cannot shake me. Amen. And you cannot distort the truth. Yeah. Like, no matter what happens, God is, a, a, he's a loving God. And he's going to forgive you. And he's there with you when something bad happens to you. So 100%. that's what I personally love about God. Yeah. And, you know, something that insecurities have, and I know that you've experienced this, is that many times, like, our insecurities well not many not anymore at least for both of us thank the lord but our insecurities before would define the way we looked at ourselves and we felt like we were not good enough but for god we are good enough because he for jesus jesus loved us so much he loved us so much that he died on the cross and he took he took upon all of our sins because he loves us that much because he said because god wanted to save us he wanted to, you know, because we were his children. Like, if you're seeing your child, you're a mother. So if you see your child going to the edge and about yeah. to fall off a cliff and die, you don't want that. You're going to try to protect them. And that's exactly what God did. He sent his only son mm-hmm. to come down, literally, and die on the cross for our sins because he wanted to give, he wanted a relationship with us. He wants a relationship with you today. He wants you to know that you are his sons and daughters. Like, you are not alone. You are enough because he's claimed you. You are enough because you are. He claimed you from the moment you were in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. You are. You can say like, oh, well, I don't like my body. But God's made you in his perfect image. So what is there not to like? Yeah. He's, his work is perfection. Um, and like all these things, like even, even when you don't feel like you are enough or maybe... You feel like, well, my insecurities are too big. No insecurity is ever too big for God. Because when in our weakness, he is made strong and he will shine glory through your weakness. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly, we are a perfect example. We are a living testimony of this yes. podcast. 
Amen. is a testimony for that specifically. It These really are two is. girls. We are two girls and we do not identify with that. But we are two girls who have stage fright, yes. <laughs> and two speech impediments. Yes. Although you may not hear it, or maybe you do. Yeah. But we're not. We're not I, like at like well spoken yeah. like that. Like someone who like thrive. I mean, listen, we love talking to people. Okay, don't get us wrong. We yes. love talking to people. We're extroverts in that way, kind of. But in close close proximity. Yes, <laughs> talking to a big group of people. No, <laughs> like it's very scary. I lose my train of thought a lot. Yes. Oh my gosh. I literally, when I'm in front <laughs> so of a crowd, I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I even talking about? Like, you know. And it's just so funny how like, I just think it's funny, at least for me too. Like, I'm sure you've experienced this as well. But I just, I could not have imagined ten years ago, five years ago, that God would have put me in places where I am going to speak and listen, even recently God has tested me and been like you gotta stop fearing man like that is something that God has <coughs> exposed in my heart that I didn't realize that I still was kind of holding on to the fear of man and he's working on me okay it's a work on progress I the still get a little nervous also could you just elaborate on like what is the fear of man yeah I guess just like the fear of man is just like being afraid of what people think mostly mm-hmm. you know what I mean like for example um our youth pastor asked me to just speak into literally a small group setting like it's really not that many people but it was like maybe like 20 30 people that he asked me to speak and just give like a little devotional encouraging message for our youth group because we all lead the youth and when he asked me that i was like literally i could not sleep like properly thinking about it and this was like like last week two weeks ago um that he asked me and i was like so nervous because I was fearful of what people were going to think of me and I was fear mostly I was fearful of messing up in front of people and failing and stuttering on my words and you know not being able to speak properly or perfectly or not saying the right thing like I was so afraid more afraid about what people thought than being obedient because I did feel like God was pushing me out of my comfort zone in this because I was like I've never liked speaking to people or like mm-hmm. speaking in front of big crowds like that um, even though it wasn't that big of a crowd. Um, but I, it really helped me overcome that fear. And God spoke through me. Like in Moses, like God gives us the words to speak. Like God will show up and provide, you know. And sometimes you may mess up, but guess what? Stop being so prideful. Be humble. And that's something that God has always tried to work in me. Because at the end of the day, insecurity is rooted in pride. Because you're so worried about what am I going to look like? Yes. If you're constantly yes. thinking about what you're going to look like, physical appearance or the way that you speak, your intelligence, whatever, it is rooted in pride because like, who cares? Who cares if you mess up? Be humble. Like, it's okay if you're perceived as less than. It's okay if you're perceived as, oh, they're not a good talker or they're not good at this or they're not beautiful enough, That's whatever. That's a person's opinion at yes, the end of the day. exactly. And the only person you should be trying to satisfy is not yeah. another person. It's God. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, God's going to glorify what you do. And even if it's bad, like, listen, what you were saying about the speech, it literally brought my memory back to for a missions trip. I went to Guadalajara, Mexico in May. And I will never forget, I was placed literally on the stage to like give the word. And I was like, Lord, you have chosen the wrong person, Lord. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm going to mess up. And trust me, the first two times I went and spoke, 
I I remember that the permanent missionary, I love her, her name is Julie. She was like, Fiorella, get down, get down. Like, <laughs> because I was saying the incorrect things. Like even like the story, I distorted the Bible story so <laughs> bad. Um and like she had to take me out and she had to continue it for herself because I I got so anxious and I got so worried. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got very into my head and I was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. But it's like who am I to say I can't do something God's called me to do? Amen. He's called you to do something yep. because he's already blessed you. He's going to glorify and he's going to show up in that moment. Yeah. And literally the next day, I remember like I, I have a couple friends that live in Guadalajara. Well, I have not a couple. I have two friends that live in Guadalajara and they're also missionaries. And they work with Julie and they were like, Fiorella, like you did good. Like when you were not worried about you, what you were going to say, God was working, like saying, working through you. And yeah. like, you know, it was him. But when you started to like realize what you were doing immediately yeah. the lies of the enemy came flooding in and i was like who am i like who am i to yes. do this who am i and i'm like and like i was like no no i can't and then basically like the following days i was just in my word a lot more and i rooted my confidence in god and not in myself because confidence is found in the Lord. Yes. You find your confidence in God, not in what people say, no. not in, you know, in what your friends might think, not in man, but no. in God. And the following days, like, the Lord spoke through me in such a way that I was, like, in shock because I felt like I could never do something like that. And honestly, I personally still feel like I can never do something like yeah. that. But it was God. But it's God. Yeah. And, you know he shows you that he's with you and that's what i love the most because i look back yes. now and i'm like wow god like i did that because you were there with me yes and like <laughs> i couldn't do that like i i tried to depend on myself the first day and that's why it was so yeah. bad because Come i on. depended on myself and i didn't yeah. depend on god but when i depended on god everything went as god planned yeah and the word and the message was given perfectly clear speech I did not have clear speech the first day. And it was so bad that I messed up the Bible story for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) And Julie had to fix it. But, you know, like... And, you know, the Bible verse that comes into mind is Isaiah 43, verse 2. And it says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame should not consume you. So even when God puts you in the fire, you will not be burned because he's with you in that moment. And pressure creates diamonds. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So remember, like, even if you're placed in a situation where you don't feel comfortable or maybe you're going through a trial and tribulation, maybe you're going yeah. through something that's so difficult, but God wants to build endurance in you. He wants you to seek him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to depend on yourself. No. So... And he wants you to be humble, too, because I think that, you know, like we said, the rooted in pride thing, like, sometimes I think that God probably allowed us to personally have failures Mm -hmm. in speaking, have failures in front of other people, because then when we did speak well, we would see that was God. That couldn't have been me because I'm so afraid in in front of people, you know? So, like you said, it's just, like, rooted in Christ. And a story I think of, I'll kind of paraphrase it quickly, but there's a storm, um... In the chapter, I think of Matthew, where it talks, you know, the storm where the all the disciples are on a boat and, 
you know, there's a storm, whatever. Jesus had told the disciples to go um, across the water in the boat and he's going to meet them, right? And so they're all in the boat. The disciples are chilling. It's dark. There's a storm. They're freaking out probably. And then, mind you, I'm paraphrasing. So if I'm missing details, sorry. And then Jesus starts walking on the water towards them. And they're like, oh no, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. And they're freaking out, whatever. And then um, he's like, no guys, it's me, like it's fine. And then Simon is like, okay, but if it's you, have me walk on the water. <laughs> and so he gets out, you know, brave brave and bold like Simon does. And he starts walking in the water towards Jesus. And as soon as he starts walking in the water towards Jesus, he's walking, he's like, he's walking on the water. You know, he's doing great when he's focused on Jesus. Then yes. he looks down and he notices all the things that's happening around him. Not just the storm, but he, the mm. fact that he's walking on water. And he literally starts to sink okay so stop focusing on yourself and focusing on okay how do i look doing this what like i can't do this i can't do this like no keep your eyes on jesus because tunnel he's vision. the one yes tunnel, tunnel vision, vision bro yeah this is what we were talking yes. about in starbucks we were just <laughs> yes. i was running yesterday and we spoke about this yes. and god was speaking through that and yes tunnel vision yeah. is so necessary because if you're too busy looking at everything around you yeah. you're just gonna sink if you're too busy trying to please everything around you you are just gonna sink yeah but if you have tunnel vision on the lord and his works and his plans mm -hmm. you will never sink because he's going to be the person sustaining you yeah, you're going to float you're going to thrive and it's so hard because i know we are human we are flesh yeah but the bible also says for you shall not live by flesh alone but by the word of the spirit yeah. so the spirit god will sustain you in those moments of you know where you are scared mm -hmm. he's going to be there yeah. when you have insecurities when you experience insecurity he's yeah. there with you yeah and 100%. I don't know if I like we're gonna close out. Yeah. Um, I have but. one more thing to say before we close out. Just some practical things that I think is necessary. That's something that's helped me grow in confidence in God, not myself. Um, because I used to be really, really insecure in general, and I'd be afraid of people, like I said. And just making sure that you're in the Word. Like I know we beat this, you know beat you guys on the head with this but like truly yes. meditating constantly on the word of god and what god says about you what god says about what you can or cannot accomplish like you have to stay rooted in that you have to stay rooted in prayer you have to have community who is going to build you up and if you're is like i can't do this i can't do this or if i'm like i can't yeah. do this like we're both going to be like no god's got you yes. be obedient to what is yes. what god is calling you to do you can't be disobedient and that's what you need that's why you need community you need yeah. wise counsel all the time and you know yesterday i met up with a with a friend and we were just talking about our friendships and you know like how important friendships are yeah like friendships are so important yeah. because i know people are like you know um the world says tell me who your friends are and i tell you who you are but in the bible it says um for those who are around foolish will become more foolish and for those who surround themselves with the wise men will become more wise yeah. and what that basically says what it basically comes down to is if you are surrounding yourself by a community who is not good who is built on pride mm -hmm. egoism having high a high ego you know materialistic yeah. you're gonna look you're gonna become like them you're gonna become foolish you're gonna just depend on the same things they depend on mm -hmm. and if you surround yourself with, with with a family of christ for example not saying you have to or want to if you don't want to that's fine but be careful of who you're surrounding yourself by because if you surround yourself by people who are you know thriving and probably like being very intentional with everything they do you're going to essentially 
grab on to some correct characteristics that they have mm-hmm. because you're surrounding yourself you're spending time with them they're influencing you. they're influencing you yeah mm-hmm. so like something i've realized is you influence me to read more my, read my bible a lot more and like really you know get in like try to break down the verse because i know you do that a lot you yeah. like to break down the verse it's a little like until it's like basically just baby baby food and and that is something that I used to struggle with. And but when I met you, we started breaking down Bible verses without even me acknowledging it. And that's why friendships are so important. Yeah, friendships are so important, guys. And it's just such an important thing to always be saying because I'm yeah. telling you, without community, like I think that I grew the most when I started having more godly community around me. Like I started having a better relationship with Jesus when I had more godly relationships around me. Yeah. Because it just really strengthens you. Like the people you need people, guys. You need people. You need people around you to help you. Yeah. Um to remind and, you as well. Yes. Yes. Of exactly. His promises. Yeah. Sometimes we, we might not see it and he's just there like, hold on to me. Hold on to me. Yeah. You're going to get through it. Yeah. Hold on to me. Keep holding on. Have faith in me. Mm-hmm. And we start lacking faith. And we start to sink. Because yeah. we don't see it. Because we start looking at the disaster instead of looking at God. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to have tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And also have friends that will remind you of his promise. And remind you to refocus and have that tunnel vision. Yeah. Because God's promises are always yes and amen. Yep. So that's why so important and we keep on saying it friendships are important yeah. you know um always yeah i mean yeah it's it's so necessary to be mindful of that and be intentional with that because yes. we have seen the blessings of it ourselves you yes, know but honestly that's it i think for me feel free to close out i know you had some um, things you wanted to say yeah so one of the things that i want to leave you guys off with is remember that your identity is not found within your insecurities and your insecurities do not define who you are or your identity god Mm -hmm. is you find your identity in christ and christ says that you are a child of god Mm -hmm. and christ says that he loves you and you know whatever insecurities you have it does not define who you are it does not define what you will be and it does not define the plans that god has for you because our insecurities he will change and he will be glorified through our insecurities and he will help you through them so that's the only thing i wanted to let you guys know and leave you guys off with you know our identities are found in christ and not in the world our identities is found in christ and not within our insecurities we do not identify you should never identify as your insecurity like for example i am not i can't i can't say well i'm sorry i'm just a really bad speaker no come on we do not say that we rebuke in the name of jesus you say i'm not a speaker but the lord will provide through me yeah and that is what we will identify as for i'm i'm addressing that i'm not a good speaker yes but i'm also addressing that i'm a child of god and that god's going to be the one who provides for me because my identity is set and rooted in christ and he it became my firm foundation and that's what we have to remember that our identity is found in christ and not in this world because we are called to be set apart yeah and that's pretty much for this podcast yes i think that's it but thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate you know even though it's not that many viewers who are watching potentially but as long as we can make an impact in some way we're so happy and we're going to be obedient because god called us to this you know 
and we're just so grateful that we can speak life over you guys and again dms are always open for prayer requests or any advice that you potentially need but we love you guys have a great day bye, bye. Now I'm needing nothing else, you give me peace Yeah, I brought it by the cheese, you set me free Used to love my greed, yeah Now I let you take the lead